Come for the Magento content. Stay for the cold opens. That's that's what they say. That's, that's what they that's say, what people man. Say. <laughs> this is. <laughs> Uh, let's do a show welcome to mage talk mage talk is brought to you by mage mail mage mail brings your customers back with customer lifecycle email from magento start your no risk trial today at magemail.co nexus is the leader in magento server performance speed up your magento store as much as 13 times or greater on a world-class hosting platform stay tuned to mage talk for a special offer on shared and dedicated hosting visit nexus.net slash mage talk to find out more and by TaxJar. Visit TaxJar today at taxjar.com slash mage talk and receive a 30-day free trial. And by Nucleus Commerce. Nucleus Commerce unites the very best of Magento to help merchants and developers save time and money. Find out more today at NucleusCommerce.com. And by Shipper HQ. Try Shipper HQ today free for 30 days at ShipperHQ.com. Let's do a show. We need a show. We need to do a show. show. You know what? I don't understand how I have 98 megabit down, but still every now and then, (laughs) how does that work? Well, it's, it's not what you have down. It's what you have up. That's what she said. That's what she said. That's, That's exactly what she said. All right, so... You set me up for that, didn't you? you just like, I set him up, you knock him down. You planned that whole thing out. That's right. That was good. Yeah. No, I've been really noticing how much, you know, how I move around when I'm talking. <laughs> I've been totally noticing that. I'm like, oh, that sounds so bad. Yep. So I'm like, I'm like dead focused on not moving an inch right Yes, now. I love it. I'm going to be super uncomfortable and probably not going to be able to focus on our conversation at all but the audio is going to be tight that's like you just described like the first 38 episodes of mage talk (laughs) actually the first the first three were fine and then i said something about it in the next 37 you were like stiff as a board yeah i'm hating this yeah i have to be so critical all the time yeah yeah, exactly exactly but every now and then i'll hear (laughs) me want cookie <laughs> we want cookie. I don't Where know does that, that come from, dude? Yeah, I don't it's, know, it's, 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 dude. I've got all kinds. I'm like, I've got, I've got ideas for days of what we could do for the show. Let's do the <laughs> open, and then let's just let's take this thing for a ride. <laughs> okay. Let's take it. Let's take it out. Take it out for a. You know, for take, a rip. Take it out for. A take rip. it out for a rip. <laughs> dude, <laughs> we haven't done the take it out for a rip yet. Welcome to Mage Talk episode seventy five. We're going out for a going rip. Out for a rip. Okay, here we go. No, that was it. You just did it. We did that it. That was totally it. That You're was out totally for it. a rip. Are you out for a rip there? Aren't you, bud? You out for a rip? <laughs> um, That's a whole... Oh, man, your daughter, she's out for a rip. Yeah. Oh, by the way, um, my wife is totally sick, so she usually takes the kids out when we're doing the podcast, but that's not happening today. Why is everybody so sick at your house? Uh, it's just the devil. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the it's all that it's all that vegan non processed food that you're eating. Devil your kids is a liar. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the vegan and the vegan stuff. But that's, uh, that's what I've always said. Vaccines, lack of vaccinations. I like things with uh, riboflavin, like God intended. You know? <laughs> 
That's uh, I need I need red dye number five in my food to properly digest it now. <laughs> right, I hear you, man. It's true. Totally it's true. Okay, I'll open us up. Didn't we already open? We've been doing the show like ever since we set out for a rep. <laughs> Shut up. I'm serious. This is it. No, We're in it. But I want to talk about out for a rip, and it's so funny. I'm totally gonna do it. Okay, I'm let's just... do it. Open up the show. <laughs> Welcome to Mage Talk, the Magento Community Podcast. This is me and uh, Philip Jackson going out for a rip. <laughs> well, this is the for, Canadian Going out for a rip, aren't you, bud? Going out for a rip, going out for aren't a rip. you, bud? Going out for a rip. That's for our uh, buddies up in uh, the, the frosty north. Yeah. Uh, up we'll in, link uh, that up. There's a, well, there's a video with quite a bit of profanity in it, but it's... Yeah. It's, it's uh, one of the funnier videos ever made by a Canadian. It, <laughs> So we'll link that up. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll link it up in our non-existent show notes. <laughs> well, every once in a while, I, I will go in and mend it. The last time around, I don't remember what it was. We said we would link something Yeah, up, I know. And I, I actually did go in and do no, it. No, so. you did? I did. I'm I impressed. Totally did. I'm so impressed yeah. with you. I, hey, I just a, a quick aside. Uh, oh, so yeah, big shout out to our, our buddies up at Sweet Tooth um, who showed us what Oat for Up is. I, and, think you, I think you meant a big shout out. A shout out, a shout out for for my buds, my buds up in uh, in uh, Canada. Um, yeah. So, uh, do you know how uh, Canadians say JavaScript? JavaScript. JavaScript. You say JavaScript. Yeah. Do you know how to say pasta? I don't know. Pasta. They do not say pasta. They do. One hundred percent serious. There's no like ah uh, type of an a sound. It's all. So, so you know, my wife is South African. Yeah. And she, one of the first times she ever invited me over to her house, she's like, Oh, you want to come over to my house and work it in, you know, you can, uh, you can try my pasties. And I'm like, <laughs> Did you just, what did, what is it? Kenneth, are you serious? What's, and then I, then, you know, we didn't have Google back then. So, um, I found out later that a pasty is a, uh, a, a, a it's like an empanada. So there's oh, that. So okay. I thought nice. I was way more excited than I should have been, but, um, yeah, yeah. but I was probably out for a rep. Well, a lot's going on in Magento land. It's, uh, we're right here, um, at the end of the year and, uh, we're, we're right, uh, we're heading into 2016. And that will mean that we have recorded Mage Talk across three separate, uh, three, three years, three years of Mage Talk. No way. Are you serious? Well, we started in in 14, so I'm going to go ahead and say it, something like that. Um, that is insane. Been doing it for over a year, but, uh, I'm, I'm going to try to stretch that as, as, uh, as marketing as I, you know, as, as much marketing, uh, uh, in a marketing ease that I'm going to market, market ease it up. Um, yeah. but yeah, I, I started thinking when we were like trying to come up with ideas for the show of, you know, new, the idea of a new year's resolution and what that means in, in our space as, uh, you know, uh, developers or, um, you know, client, uh, people who advise clients or people who own businesses and people, people, you know, business. people who, uh, who own, uh, online stores and, you know, what is a new year's resolution? So I'm, I'm going to pose the question to you, Kaylin, what do you hope? 2016 brings for you and for mage mail man that's you know uh, that's a good question if you could prognosticate um, a bit uh december 30th 2016 what do you think will have happened i mean aside from 
you know, the coming, uh, uh, clone wars and, uh, and the apocalyptic, uh, events of, uh, Donald Trump's hair becoming a sentient being. And, um, and, uh, you we, know, we are going to do our GOP debate recap, right? Yeah, it's, we will, we will not do that's, that. That's, that's going to be on a GOP talk when we, uh, um, no, that's, I, I've actually been thinking a lot about, um, n- about like, uh, not so much new year's resolutions, but just kind of shifting things up a little bit in yeah. January. And I've actually been thinking about, um, uh, it, it's kind of unrelated to like the business itself, but like just focusing in on, um, like some spiritual stuff and, 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 and also like trying to help other people. I don't, yeah. I don't even know exactly what that would look like, but um, Possibly like, by supporting, you know, legislation that would allow them into our country so that they could get away from, you know. Wow, you're the going there. Trying to kill kill them. I'm just kidding. You're going there. <clears throat> no, no, no. Yeah, but you want to help people. I know you're big on Kiva. Kiva. Um, the Kiva thing was cool. Um, I did some microloans recently. I love it, man. I love the Kiva microloans um, because it's like you're helping somebody out that, you know, needs you know, to provide for their kids or whatever. And they need a little loan, you know, maybe you know, 800 bucks, a thousand bucks, 1200 bucks. And that really significantly 1400 bucks. Do I hear 14, 16, do I hear, do four, I hear 16? Yeah. No, the funny thing is if you look at like people in the, I don't know if I mentioned this, if you look at people in the U S you'll see, you mentioned people, this before. This is depressing. Okay. Yeah. It's so they'll, they'll like $6,000 six, for to, air like, conditioner, air conditioning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. So, uh, so yeah, that's been cool. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I just been thinking like, uh, investing in relationships, investing in people. Um, I know it's kind of mushy, probably not what you were, what you were, you're looking at. You're probably looking for me to say, no, more it's, sales, it's making all which my stuff. I am sound, trying to do more sales all of my too. stuff really sound, it's going to sound really, really, you know, lame now you, you have these amazing, like self, very, very <laughs> self-realized, self-actualized goals. And right, uh, mine exactly. are going to be like, I'd like to make more projects on PHP seven. <laughs> right. Um, I want to make more money. Um, okay. I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to say no to it, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. But so that's what I've been thinking about. What about, what about you? PHP seven? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I, taking I, a wild guess. I'm no, I really hope that's guess. not my 2016 uh, goal. Actually, that is a, that is a current, thing that's a thing that's happening but we'll we'll talk about that in a bit um yeah I, you know what for me um there's there's a few things uh so we're about a year out from magento 2 certifications um i'm probably a month away from diving in hardcore to do our first uh you know magento 2 enterprise build which uh is another thing i i could talk at length about but um, so I'm, I'm trying to figure out what I do in the next year professionally, you know, in my career. And, uh, something I've been talking about for a long time is PCI compliance. And so I've yeah. been, I've been doing a lot of investigation and, and looking into, uh, what a future or career in, uh, as a PCI professional would look like. And, you know, looking into things like a qualified, uh, qualified, uh, systems, uh, analyst, you know, the QSA type things. And those are like, really hard to attain certifications that are extremely expensive. They require renewals every few years. Um, they require like, you know, you have three to 500 hours of on the job experience, you know, that sort of thing. And mm-hmm. so, so it's a, uh, it would be a real big shift. And, uh, you know, I'm, 
I'm kind of transcending the developer role. Uh, I have been for a while. And so I'm trying to figure out what the next step is. So you know, it's kind of a, a weird year. I'm, you know, I've got a lot of personal goals and a lot of things that I'd like to do, but not terribly sure about, uh, you know, not terribly sure about how they'll manifest, but I, you know. So would that be a, like a totally different job, the PCI certifier? No, I, I think it fits nicely, especially in digital agency. Uh, oh, okay. Fits nicely as a service that we provide. You know, uh, you know, me being employed by something digital, uh, or you know, uh, you know, just providing. You know, we talk about PCI compliance all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. For us, it would be uh, you know advantageous for us to be able to, uh, you know, speak with some sort of actual. Uh, uh, authority, authority on, on the subject, you know? Yeah, um, no, that'd be a huge value add. Yeah. So I, I, I it, it would be a multi-year effort, but that's one thing potentially, but I, I'm sure there are others, you know, for me, it's more about, you know, I just don't want to grow stagnant. I don't think Magento 2 is going to let us be stagnant for very long. Um, you know, I, I have a, a friend of mine, um, actually, uh, it's interesting. So there was uh, Magento unveiled about seven or eight months ago, uh, right before Imagine. Um, they imag- they uh, unveiled this new partnership program where they would be qualifying partners and extensions for their their beta program. And they, mm. they originally allowed 20 companies to apply. Only three made it through all the way. Uh, mm-hmm. One of them was a company called High Conversion. They're the only non-extension company of the three. Uh, High Conversion is does like uh, conversion optimization um, mm-hmm. uh, stuff. They they do so like uh, what they call 4D analytics, but they also do you know some uh, some interesting work with uh, you know uh, split testing and multivariate testing that sort of thing. They have a lot of patents. Yeah. Um, and this guy Z, who is the owner, I know him really well. He's you know a mathematician by trade. Is that PhD. his nickname? Or- no, Z. Ag- no, Z. Agnovich. He's a. Oh, he's, cool. That's actually his name. Z. E. E. Brilliant guy. He's a. You know. He's got PHP and and or I'm sorry, PHP. He's got a PhD. <laughs> he's got a PHP and PHP. Yeah, he's got a PhD in uh, in some sort of uh, uh, statistical analysis. Uh, uh, something. So his mathematics are his, uh, are his strong point. Anyway, um, they have this company, they're located in Boca Raton and I've known them for six, seven years now. And, uh, they've only been in the demandware space. Um, they wanted to get to bone up on Magento and they asked me to come in and just, you know, geek out with their team on a Saturday, uh, about, uh, you know, a year ago. And I did, and I helped them out, and and that was really cool, and I stayed in touch with them. Well, you know, Magento actually approached them and said, we'd like you to be in this program. You know, this uh, I made some connections for them and and hooked them up uh, with my my boy, John Carmody. And uh, this is turning into a very long story, but, you know, essentially we – it yeah, took them six longer. months to work through it, you know? Mm-hmm. It took them, mm-hmm. took them a very long time to get through the, the trusted partner program thing. And that right. – they were just featured uh, in Magento – um, on their blog that they, uh, that, that they made it through. And I'm, I'm very happy to have helped them get there, you know, a little bit along the way. Um, and, you know, actually, uh, advising them on a code level and doing code review, you know, just as, as friends, as buddies, because nice, that's, dude. that's what we do, you know, like we should help each other in the community with that sort of thing. And, and doing, you know, some things like, you know, running the ECG reports and giving them some feedback and telling them how best to apply best practice and that sort of thing. And that's all the stuff Magento is looking for. Anyway, they just qualified like Magento mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. put out the press release about it. And now Magento is like, 
oh, but what are you going to do for Magento 2? Right. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody is asking them about Magento 2 and they have no clients right now. No, they have no customers that are actually using Magento 2, but everybody's hot on Magento 2. So, yeah, you know, whether we want to or not, I think a lot of 2016 is going to be about Magento 2. Probably. What yeah, is your probably. thought? What is your thought about this? No, but that, that's really that's really cool though that that uh, that you work with them on that, and I know yeah. that you know your way around that ECG coding <laughs> standard. <laughs> yeah. You've been actually banging me over the head with some stuff for the MageMail connector. Yeah. No way! Cool. I I I just want to. I'm just helping you. You know, very like, gently banging me over the head. By the way, I'm not sure if you guys can hear the baby sort of crying in the just background. Just a little bit. If so. You know, sorry about that. Oh well, thank you to uh, our, to uh, to my friend Chris Harry, who uh, my best friend. He is uh, he's now doing the the podcast edits, right? So he's cutting the show together. He's making it so that nobody can hear the baby. So oh, don't, cool! Don't nice. sweat it. No, and that's really cool because um, you know you've been doing that all by hand, and and uh, you know so that's going to free you up. And and yep. you know, the Mage Talk team is growing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, By the way, uh, oh, I know you asked me a question, which I, I you dodged. Answer. I totally, totally dodged. dodged it. Uh, that, that was, was expert, right? And I forgot about it until you just brought it back. <laughs> then I brought it back up. <laughs> but I got to say, are we allowed to mention our new sponsor? That yeah, we should mention them. They're they're coming on board. They'll be after the first of the year. But very nice. You have the you have the pleasure. Go ahead. Drum roll, please. Which is uh, Nexus. Nexus. Uh, you may have may have heard of them. Small, tiny hosting company. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's, long that's time, kind of neat. long time in the making too. We're we're really pr- proud to have them on, uh, representing you know um, you know enterprise uh, hosting and uh, you know specifically focusing focusing toward um, you know our clients in the upper tier and to the U.S. market. And I'm sure they'll have a lot of interesting stuff to throw our way as far as you know marketing material. But uh, I've been working with them directly for the last six months. And um, very impressed uh, with the, the work that they've done for some clients of ours at Something Digital and uh, happy to have them on board. So you'll be hearing from them in the future uh, on our podcast. That'll be great. Did you know that there have been two Magento 2 books that have come out recently? Yeah, I, I saw that. I knew about one of them. Uh, I knew Bronco, right? Uh, yeah, the Bronco. Magento 2 Developer's Guide. Bronco, Bronco Azzelli. Where yeah. does he work again? He used to work for Inchu, Inchu right? right? Yeah, yeah. I and think then so. he moved to a new company. I want to say it's a merchant. This is maybe. like his third or fourth Magento book. I'm I'm fairly certain. Yeah, I think so. I yeah. think so. Yeah. So this is on Pack Publishing. You can yeah. you can buy it. 412 pages. Wow, that's pretty big. It's huge. And um, you know, lots of stuff on getting started with Magento too. And then the other book is uh, from Alan Kent. Uh, which, which blew a, my mind, yeah. by the way. How so? Well, like, well, I, I don't know. I the 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 chief architect of the product writing a book that sounds like it should be the definitive book on a pro, on a subject, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess this is just like a primer. It's I think it's like forty five pages. Oh, okay. Um, so it's you know kind of a kind of a short short initial one, but yeah, I think it's really neat. Do you know one of my top um, of all time, my top uh, stack exchange or stack overflow questions, which has like 300 votes, 300 upvotes, is how to get a URL that points into the skin folder for a particular theme. And I'm like, 
it's such a random thing, but I thought a long time ago, somebody should make like a Magento cookbook. You know what I'm talking about? Like you yes. ever seen those like Pearl cookbooks or PHP cookbooks? Yes. Like somebody should make that, you know, but for Magento. Are Magento you sure there was an, I could have sworn there was a Magento cookbook. Let's to the cloud. <laughs> Mage Talk is brought to you in part by MageMail. MageMail is the triggered email app for Magento. You can be up and running in minutes, and there's a no-risk-free trial. Get your customers coming back to your website. You can start today by visiting MageMail online at magemail.co. Since being chosen as the original Magento hosting provider, Nexus has continued to innovate, creating the best possible Magento server environment. Nexus engineers have achieved performance improvements of 13 times with Magento, and they can back up this claim with their study at nexus.net. MageTalk listeners can claim an exclusive offer for new Magento shared and dedicated hosting at Nexus. To claim it, just visit them online at nexus.net slash magetalk. That's N-E-X-C-E-S-S dot net slash magetalk. And by Shipper HQ. Take control of shipping in your cart with Shipper HQ. Offering enterprise-level features and full control over what your customers see, Shipper HQ is the tool that you need to take your store to the next level. Now supporting hassle-free international shipping through Pitney Bowes. Try Shipper HQ today free for 30 days at ShipperHQ.com. And by TaxJar, an official Magento technology partner. TaxJar automates your sales tax rate calculations without breaking the checkout. It summarizes your sales tax reporting by state and local jurisdictions, and it even files your returns automatically. Installation is fast and easy, and so is the pricing. There are no contracts and no annoying salespeople. Stop spending time on sales tax. Get back to growing your business. Visit TaxJar today at TaxJar.com slash MageTalk for Magento sales tax done right. And by Nucleus Commerce. Nucleus Commerce brings together the most essential features and tools for building or upgrading on Magento. By uniting a curated set of extensions, exclusive functionality, Nucleus layers on top of either Magento community or enterprise, complementing the flexibility and the customization that's possible with all flavors of Magento. Learn more today by visiting NucleusCommerce.com. Magento 1.2 <laughs> no, Development Cookbook. Oh, well, look at that. Yeah. But I'm sure they could do an updated one. Well, and, you know, it's not like I don't have 1,600 cookbooks sitting on my shelf at home. Um, <laughs> you know what would be nice about my cookbook is that it would be filled with all kinds of sarcasm and obvious innuendo. Um, and that's, be, what she says. that's what she said. That's what she said. I talk co- about a dependency injection, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, something like um, that. A couple of tools, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from aside from Phil, a couple of tools that I wanted to mention. <laughs> um, actually, a couple of really neat ones. There's a Mage download command line tool mm-hmm. by Steve Robbins, uh, which um, allows you to down. So it's a command line tool to download any version of Community, and um, you know how they recently forced. A login you can't download. Oh the, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. this allows you to uh, download authorization <laughs> tokens or something like yeah. that from your this account. Is such an interesting bypass. I mean, this is it's so funny it's, to me. Yeah, I mean, it's it would be nice if you didn't have to, but I mean, it's a lot better than not being able to do it at all. You know, 
So I thought that was, I thought that was neat. Um, well, we so one thing about that real quick, Steve yeah. Robbins is the best. I like he's that doing guy. a lot of stuff. He's doing yeah. a ton of stuff. He's kind of everywhere. And, uh, he's a, he's a phenomenal developer. He's all over town. He's, <laughs> he's the man about place. town. He's he the man about town. No, he's been doing a lot of stuff and getting really yeah. involved. In he, uh, he saved my skin, uh, unbeknownst to him. We, we saved installed a, uh, yeah, Black Friday, we we had uh, his uh, module installed on a bunch of sites, and, Which and one? Uh, uh, the he has a, a, a Redis manager oh, module yeah, from yeah, Magento, yeah, yeah. and it's super cool. Um, but it uh, it it allowed us to uh, uh, it allowed us to get in there and and uh, flush out some of those Redises, uh, especially on you know some managed hosting that won't give you root access. Who shall not be named? Um, yeah, it was super super convenient. Um, but uh, yeah, he helps. He helps a lot. It helps me. Helps me. Do Does my Nexus job. get root access? By the way, no, I they just... don't. Oh, okay, <laughs> uh, that's that, there's a lot of those type of hosting provided. Yeah, thank you for doing that. There's <laughs> just I felt like the question had to be asked. Yeah, uh, well, you you could have just left it out there. You know, leave a little something to the imagination. Um, there's a bunch of those kind of providers right now. Um, I'm the kind of person that doesn't want to be able to have root access. No, 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 no. Most of the time. So I need that. Um, <laughs> different, yeah. different strokes, different strokes. For different yeah. Folks. But anyway, yeah. Uh, um, Steve's my so boy. how did he I save like your, your skin on that? With his Redis manager module. I just told you that. Oh yeah. So yeah. Is there super, super helpful. Fixed? Just nice to have you clear by key. You know, you can do, you can do like a, uh, a, a cash, a cash okay. key query. I thought you were going to have some dramatic key. story. Like, no, no, no. The site was about to go down and then I sent him a tweet. And he jumped <laughs> no. to action. No, no, no. He's probably like he's probably sipping like you know mimosas by the pool on uh, Black Friday. I, okay. I, however, was not. Uh, nice. Go back and listen to our episode, uh, Black Friday episode. You'll you'll hear all about it. But you'll find out. Exactly. In fact, we may have mentioned the Redis Manager module in that because it was kind of a pivotal thing. Yeah. Super love that guy. He's awesome. And um, then uh, another. Cool although, one. oh, oh, one more thing. I kind of like what he's. It. I kind of like what he did there. In that he wrote something to like bypass the the email nag that they require of you, but uh-huh. I do think to myself like this this is one of those like this only applies to what five people in the world like the the five people who download Magento every other day who are so annoyed about giving their email address to Magento that they just can't possibly be bothered and well, then d- my understanding was you still need to have an account and then you give you know you log into your account with your email uh, your magento account and then you get the auth tokens from your account right maybe possibly that's probably true <laughs> i don't know how it works here's here's the deal though like i don't trust anything period full stop end of sentence i don't trust anything that that is not coming from the horse's mouth like you know it it's i'm downloading some random thing that downloads something for me how do i know that it's not introducing some nefarious code you know what i mean I like I like source. Steve. I tr- to- I totes trust that guy, but I'm not. I don't trust him enough for me to. I don't trust him as far as I can. I, I sort like I I like the feature even uh, Mage Run in 98 Mage Run. They have the yeah. same feature like where you can just like download and install like some random version of CE. But I don't I don't use that because I'm paranoid. You know. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, that's huh. my thought. Okay, it's kind of weird, but uh, yeah. I mean because it's open source, so. Yeah, but it's open source from the company that, you know, makes it. It's not open source from like no, no, I'm saying, from GitHub. I'm right? saying that you know what I'm saying? The download tool is open source. You can see exactly what it's doing. Yeah, so, yeah that's true. <laughs> Possibly right? be true. 
That's um, likely true. Okay. But are you going to so, read every line of code? I don't know. Okay. You're probably right. Not. Probably not. Probably um, okay. One other, one other tool by mean B besides Philip. What? Besides Philip. Besides one other Phillip. tool besides Philip. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> right. I was just continuing your joke, but no, anyway. I know, I know, I know. So, um, it's called Mage DBM, and it's a database backup manager. I don't know if we talked about this yet, but I think he released it pretty recently, actually, December eighteenth. So the idea is, whenever you're whenever you're doing development, uh, you always have to end up downloading a snapshot of the database from production to work off of locally, um, and then you gotta you have to scrub it and stuff like that, so you're not pulling down your your production customer mm-hmm, data and stuff, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this just makes it easy to do that. So like you you run it in production, and then I'm sure obviously you want to make sure that you're not locking up the database with the dump and things like that, but. Right. Um, uh, you probably do like a single transaction. Yep. 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 Like that. Yeah. So you run the command line utility from production, and it it saves a snapshot to S3. It saves a sanitized snapshot to S3, and then you also run the command line uh, utility locally, and you say, okay, give me a list of all my snapshots, and then you pick one, and boom, downloads it and installs it, just like that. Nice. Um, yeah. So I, I thought that was pretty dope. That's pretty dope. Pretty dope. That's dopey dopes. Got to give those props. One last tool. Aside from Philip, the uh, Magento two code migration tool, code migration thingy. Is this another Which, one, or is this an upgrade? It's one? another one because no. the first one was by um, Boris. G made the first one. Yep. Yes. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I saw Ben tweet this one, and this is under the actual Magento GitHub account. Um, oh, so that existed. Like, that existed. That already existed? That existed. I'm so confused. That existed, but it didn't do, it only did like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll tell you. So you go to GitHub slash Magento, right? Yeah. And slash you go code dash migration. Code dash migration. I'm going to get my migrations on. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think we talked about this like three months ago when it was first announced, but it didn't do very much. Has So it's obviously been updated. Well, so the first, yeah, so the, um, yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah, because I'm just looking at the. I commits. feel like all it did at one point was like recognize things that belonged in di.xml or it changed layouts or it reorganized your, your, uh, your, your, your folder install or whatever for your module, but I don't think it did much. But this okay. is, this is now updated. Hmm, cool. What is, what, what does our boy Ben say about this? Yeah, no, he tweeted it up, and uh, that that was that was that was, it. <laughs> that was it. So um, no, so it's, I mean, this this is neat to have as a as a as a core supported tool. Um, oh, one of those things that uh, actually, as a com- uh, another aside, so one of the things that we put a lot of time and effort into on Magento One um, is accessibility. Uh, for uh-huh. for things like for you know uh, uh, ADA compliance like uh, the American Disability Association, um, uh, so so there's different levels of compliance, and we have helped many companies you know uh, implement different differing levels of compliance with Magento One, um, and we kept asking what the Magento Two story is around things, but it looks like they recently did a sprint um, not too long ago that did a lot of work in the area of accessibility. So super shout out to them. 
um, because Magento 2 has a better story around accessibility now for people with disabilities like, you know, screen reader, people that use screen readers or, or uh, voice to text, um, that sort of thing. So there's there's a lot of area uh, area compliance um, and uh, features in Magento 2 and the Magento nice. 2 theme. Yeah, based you know so much more about disability compliance than I do. It's because I'm so disabled. <laughs> Super disabled. Got a question for you. This yes. is completely politically incorrect. Oh my gosh! Um, I'm trying not to a, bring it in, bring it, but you keep bringing it. When so a when a when a special education teacher <clears throat> has a student that's late to class, okay, does she mark them tardy? <laughs> it's bad, dude. Okay. It's um, All right. PHP anyway. seven. <laughs> PHP seven. So I I hear that Mage Talk is now running on PHP seven. Mage Talk, MageTalk dot running on PHP seven. Uh, also uh, switch over to PHP FPM, and it's super duper freaking fast. Um, we let's see. I benchmarked this earlier, and it was coming in under ninety milliseconds time to first byte, and that's without varnish. Um, yeah, running WordPress and nothing super special, just WordPress PHP seven with the uh, FPM op cache enabled. That's it. Tasty. Um, yeah, it's super tasty. It's Have tasty you noticed muscle. this? Cause I'm trying to open the site and then open up inspector and look at the network tab. Have you noticed this weird thing where sometimes if you right click in Chrome, mm-hmm. something weird happens and then the right click doesn't work anymore in that tab. You have to open a new tab. I've never seen that. Oh my God. It's been happening constantly for like the past three, four weeks. This is, this is all because of homebrew. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is. It's, no, it's, it's not. not. It has thing. nothing to do with homebrew. Exactly- Kay- for those who don't know, Kaylin has this like mortal fear of uh, homebrew for Mac. Every single time the package I install manager. something with homebrew, nope. it ends up breaking everything. So now I blame everything on homebrew. I, like everything. I blame everything. It's you always need a you always need a scapegoat, good old fashioned yeah. scapegoat. Yeah, good old scape brew, that's what they call it. Um, <laughs> um Oh, I forgot. Uh, I, I do have to mention one thing so that no one calls me out on it. I am using mod page speed on uh on Mage Talk as well. Uh but it's really only for minification some other stuff. So there's there's no trickery going on there. PHP seven super fast. Like nice. crazy fast. Also, now, it yeah. kind of just works. Okay. I've That's exactly updated. What I was just gonna ask. I've updated six or seven uh, personal sites and VMs in the wow. last week uh, to it. I I was able to binge watch the entire original trilogy of Star Wars while upgrading PhilWinkle.com uh, uh, the other day, and yes. um, and all the ancillary sites that I have on there for no good reason. MageOverflow.com. That's that does literally nothing. That, Are I think, you going to tell us about all your ancillary sites? I'm going to. That's what I'm going to right now. No. But uh, essentially, like, it just kind of works. It's kind of amazing. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm impressed. So no major backwards compatibility stuff? Not that I've seen. WordPress works well on it. Hmm. Magento, you have to do one thing, um, which uh, there's there's a syntax bug that they fixed, which shouldn't have worked in the first place, but now does. Um, so... Uh, they, they, they fixed it so that it would break. <laughs> Magento has that in one place where you have to fix it, but Magento seems to just work. Magento one seems okay. to just work. Is that the Git 7. block thing? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. They actually had a, there's a post by Atwix on, 
on Magento PHP seven. And I think that, that that's the exact thing that you're talking about. Yeah. And it, and it seems to just work and it's super duper fast. I can't get over it. Yeah. It's really cool. I should Um, probably check that out. You should check it out. So I know you've been doing a lot of stuff, uh, at mage mail central 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 central. Yeah. Um, as they say in South America, uh, tell me a little bit about some of the work uh, you did. A, you did a server upgrade recently, right? Yeah, did a little uh, did a little upgrade <clears throat> on the box. Um, which DigitalOcean is uh, the the droplet resizes are are um, have have been improved mm-hmm. a little bit, um, which is neat. Like before, depending upon which physical hypervisor you were on you might only have limited um, resize options. So you might not be able to yep. upgrade um, sort of yeah. using their quick resize. And then you have to like destroy the box, create a snapshot and then recreate it. Yep. That's a um, thing. That's a thing everywhere actually. Right. Yep. And so, but now they, I don't know what they did, but they, they made it so that you can, you can, uh, they, you don't have that limitation or they somehow abstracted it away. Um, which is kind of neat. So I was able to do a, a nice quick resize and resolve some, some bottlenecks. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah. And then I, I don't know if I've given any of these updates on the podcast. I'll just mention a couple mm-hmm. things. Um, I, I hired a, a, a team member. You've only talked about this like seven times. Have I talked about this already? I think you have. Because I know I talked I about the past. But I want you to, I want you to talk times. about it again. His name's Jared. He's up in Canada. Oh, is he out for a rep? He's all for a rep right aren't now. You, aren't you, bud? Aren't you? <laughs> um, I, and uh, yeah, so he's been working with me now for about, uh, I think about four weeks now. And um, that's been going good. Um, and uh, built some features, some cool features. Drag and drop image upload, um, which is cool. That's the first time I've actually built drag and drop image upload. You built that? Um, yeah, I mean it's not it's not too hard, you know. Aren't there it's things some, that do that for you? Yeah, there's some things. I can't. I think you I ended make up, the best gifts. By the way, you make these like feature gifts that are super oh, awesome. Oh, thanks, dude. I thanks. love them. I thought you were tired of them by now. No, um, I'm not as tired of them as you are of me. That's. Oh uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I just yeah I just use like LiceCap, which is this little program that lets you LiceCap. Isn't that a weird name? It's Man, called developers are the worst at naming developers stuff. Developers are crazy. Yeah. So I did that, added some emoji support uh, for subject lines, custom template editor, um, coupon code integration was this big thing I was working on for a while in, in V2. Um, so I'm excited about that. Um, I think, I think yeah, actually now that's probably, probably most people haven't really been able to do like newsletter blasts with auto-generated unique coupon codes. Okay. Um, because <clears throat> like, I'm pretty sure MailChimp doesn't support that. Yep. Possibly. And I've had support for that for a while on the triggered email side of things, but I added that on the, on the newsletter blast side of things too. So it's kind of neat. Nice. Kind of sweet. Kind of sweet. Um, yeah. So those were, those were, Oh, and then also I, I, I asked for some feedback about pricing um, because you know, I have this attribution-based pricing, which is 3% of sales up to a max of 500. And I've, you know, some people have said, hey, what about just regular old-fashioned fixed pricing, you know, maybe based on your list size mm-hmm. and things like that. And I'm kind of moving towards that pricing model with, with V2. So I asked for some feedback from people on what they would like better, fixed pricing or the, the revenue uh, attribution-based pricing. 
And um, it's kind of split, man. And it's funny because a couple of like my earliest, earliest customers were like, yeah, we'd love the fixed pricing. And like, they never said a thing about it, like for like two years. And I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Um, so well, I don't know. What, I don't are, know. what are your thoughts on it? though? My thoughts are never, ever ask your never audience. Ask no, because you, you polarize them. Because when you ask, people have this expectation that you'll listen to them. And then when you don't give them what they asked for, they usually are pretty upset about it. And that's that's one of the reasons why, you know, uh, I, I kind of respect Magento for uh, for kind of reworking its pricing model. But they did it in a way that was like, hey, everybody, it's coming. It's changing. We're not sure what it's going to be, but just kind of get ready. And they did. They said that for so long. That mm-hmm. eventually everybody just kind of got used to the idea that this is going to change in the future. We're not sure what it's going to be. But most people had the idea that, oh, it's going to be less advantageous for me <laughs> and more advantageous for Magento. And that guy, I guess that makes sense, right? As long uh-huh. as it's competitive pricing, right? Yeah. yeah. So all your competitors are, and, and, and you know, we can cut this part out of the podcast if you want, but all your competitors <laughs> are charging 7x what you're charging on a monthly okay. basis. So I feel like you've got a lot of headroom and you shouldn't listen to the people that are the, 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 the naysayers. I need fixed pricing. Well, you know. Well, I mean, even if it fixed pricing doesn't necessarily mean low pricing. I mean, no, it no, could no. even be, but it's, it could even be higher potentially. Well, possibly, but fixed pricing also isn't necessarily fixed pricing is only advantageous for you when you do less work. Right. And I, I feel um, like, no, seriously, like fixed pricing for you would be like, like what, well, I don't know, this is a terrible compar- comparison, but like, like what gyms do with capacity planning, right? Mm-hmm. Gyms, gyms build gyms to plan for capacity that will never show up, right? They plan mm-hmm. for 90% of their people never to come. They, they want you to have a membership, but they would really rather you not come in because they actually don't have enough capacity for the number of people that they sign up. And I think to some degree, you know, as far as you're concerned, if everybody you if everybody was sending, if everybody was a five hundred dollar a month customer, yeah. you know, maxing out, that would translate to higher infrastructure costs for you, higher support costs for you, higher everything, right? Mm-hmm. So my guess would be that it's more advantageous for you at a fixed pricing model if everyone pays a flat price but do- doesn't use all of their capacity. Does that make sense? Um, kind of, uh, and I should clarify when I say fixed, I, I mean, I mean, tiered pricing. So like, uh, a, a price that's determined by the number of subscribers you have. So you have a hundred thousand subscribers, you're, you're paying, uh, X hundred dollars a month. You have 200,000 subscribers, you're paying, you know, Y. Um, so, uh, and if you have 500,000 subscribers, how much am I paying? <laughs> Easy. <laughs> so, okay, wait, 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 wait. So not, if I not have a million in, subscribers, not, not <laughs> you're out of letters, you're paying, aren't you? You're AA. Okay. Uh, yeah. So not not fixed like one price for everybody, but but pricing that's not based on attribution. It's just based on your list size. At some point, um, you have to drop the V one V two, right? That's confusing. That's a whole other thing. But I mean, even aside from like major mill specifically, just more generically, like the idea of pricing based on uh, attribution, which is something that some services and some extensions do versus pricing based off of some, um, you know, abstracted 
you know, thing, like how right. many customers you have, how many orders you have, you know, whatever, um, is I think it, it because I, a lot of people tell me they're like, Oh man, it's like, it's a no brainer. Cause it's just based on attribution. So it's perfect. Right. And, and, it, and, and that was my thought initially was like, Oh, it, it should be such a no brainer. But then other people are like, well, you know, like there's always the uncertainty of how much it's going to cost. And I'd rather just have a number. I'd rather just have a fixed number. So I don't really have to think about it. Um, so I don't know. I, I think it's probably everybody has a different kind of, yeah, everybody has a different opinion. That's why you should probably not ask them and just do what you're going to do. Well, I should, shouldn't have brought this, this whole thing. Up, so. <laughs> no, I like it. I like, I, I'm sure other people will want to lend their opinions as well now. I well, yeah, and if there's people that are thinking about how to do pricing for their stuff, you know, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I, I think price elasticity testing is probably the next big frontier. Um, Amazon does it all the time. Um, it's, it's like well-proven. They're really good at cloaking it now, but they test price elasticity all the time in different regions of the country, different people with different shopping patterns. And it's not just like targeted promotions. It's like, I see a different price than you for some reason and nobody Mm -hmm. knows why. Right. But they do a really good job of keeping you always logged in. So you kind of always feel like you're, you're getting a congruent experience, but you know, pricing, not just at a, e-commerce level, but pricing at a product level, I think, you know, to some degree, negotiated pricing is a great way to test the market. And that's probably why Bronto and Dotmailer and, you know, all the big boys don't publish their prices. They, you know, close a lot of, you know, really shady deal. No, I don't want to say shady, but they, you know, they close, that's for you. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. That's, that's for you. But they, but they close a lot of deals where, where, you know, uh, pricing worked out extremely in their favor in this deal and maybe not so much in that one probably all comes out in the wash, you know, but I, I think, um, you know, having a negotiated price, uh, is probably the best way to make a higher margin, but, um, probably, you know, um, the price elasticity thing is really interesting. Is there, is there anything for Magento that does that? There was like in 2011 or 2010, oh, okay. And I, I've heard a rumor that they got sued. So I don't know. Um, I think, you know, that is an extreme, you can, you can hack something together that would do something and make it, you know, drive it from a rule base. But if you want to do it for real, like that's, that's like, you know, statistics and, and, uh, and, and calculus and, you know, that's, that's some serious algorithms that would drive, you know, probabilities and, and, uh, that sort of thing. Oh, speaking sure. of which didn't, uh, Tom had a really interesting Tom Robert Shaw from mean B had an amazingly cool article, um, or a blog that he wrote about, um, uh, now I'm looking Dude, at I just bookmarked that. Yeah. It was on like, uh, some Bayesian stuff or yeah. some stuff he's been, uh, Oh, Bayes, Bayesian Bayes. Bayes. Uh, Wait oh, for it. Oh, kill Wait me. For it. Oh, here we go. Introduction to machine learning with naive bays. Um, yeah. yeah. So uh, we had we had messed around with this at something digital a little bit uh, with Apache Mahout, um, which is like a, uh, a recommendation engine. So you kind of get into that a little bit. Um, he actually goes into the understanding of how of how the uh, of, of basically how these uh, probabilities and statistics work, uh, when, you know, he, he applies it to, 
like the probability that a site might be in a particular language, but he's, he's, he's like dived way into it. He has another site that he, I guess that he's running or he's working on called hive mind. Remember that was a thing that like a project that he launched not too long ago. Um, Yeah. I think it's like a separate company. Yeah. Um, He's, he's like, really deep in this stuff. I mean, it's like a 2000 word blog post and it's phenomenal. It's a phenomenal read. Um, I found it extremely interesting. He's got a great writing style, uh, which kind of brings me along and and it's broken up enough with a little bit of code here to kind of help me along to understand how I might take use of this. Um, and so it's cool. Really nice to have so like a, a brilliant mind like that in the Magento community. Um, so Kind of love that. Yeah, absolutely. I gotta, I gotta read that. I actually, bookmarked it today. Yeah, dog. Um, well, I, I'm kind of running out of time. What's what? You got anything else on your plate? Got any other last mentions? parting shot? Um, I think we mentioned this before, but Karen um, uh, created a, a Facebook group for Magento merchants. Yeah. And um, I Karen actually was, Baker, right? Karen. Karen Baker. Yep. And I was actually. Um, reading some thread on Reddit today and somebody was, it was a, it was a store owner, you know, that, that I could tell they were, they were early on and they were asking for feedback on things, um, getting their store to work. And there was people replying to them with, you know, technical details and things they could do. But what I was thinking to myself was what they really need is like a group of merchants to go and talk to, um, to really get, get some fundamentals on the business itself and how to really make it work. How do you even know that the, that, they're in the right niche or whatever in the first place. So I was like, man, is there a group that I could like direct them to? And I forgot about it. So I tweeted about it and and they replied back to me. So I think that's a neat resource. Um, if you're a merchant and the group is specifically just for merchants only. Um, so I'm, I'm not in there, but, um, I think that's a neat resource. Like if you're a merchant, you just want to connect with other merchants without, you know, the vendors attacking you and trying to sell to you and stuff. Um, <laughs> I think that could be a, a great resource to, to check out. Nice. And uh, with that, uh, we will uh, call it call yeah. it a wrap. Close this out, buddy. Well, uh, happy new year, everybody. I'm not sure when this will go out, but probably go out in 2016. So happy new year. And I hope you have a great week. Remember to um, check us out on iTunes. If you could uh, post up a rating for us on iTunes, a five star, that would really help to increase the visibility of the podcast. Hope you have a great week and uh, we will talk to you next week. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. All right. Adios, man. One two three, one two three, one two, one two, one two three, one two three, one two, one two, one two three, one two three, one two, one two. That's just straight music. That's music, bro.
Bro, do you even music? <laughs> just dropping knowledge on me right now. <laughs> this is going to be the best Mage Talk After Dark ever. You know, uh, the big, the big right. scene. Whoa, what the heck is that? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just uh, moving my desk. Yeah, like, like that was going to be totally like nonchalant. I'm just going to turn on this meat grinder. Hold on one second. Yeah. And we've grinded the meat. It is so freaking loud. 